What's up, guys? Welcome to BitCast episode 54 for the week of March 25th, 2018. I'm your host, Jake Martin, and in the studio this week, we have the world's favorite person, Cameron Betts. World's favorite person. I don't know about that, but thank you for having me on the show. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> Um, so, so if, if you are watching the video portion of this, we have a, a new six setup going on right now. With uh, behind me, we have a, a black curtain uh, that we changed out in place of the gray one, and uh, I've also got a little nice key light going above us. So we got some nice looking hair now, yeah, which is really the most important thing. Absolutely, since we're both losing it. Yes, exactly. So you guys can see how quickly our hair will will go away, episode by episode. Uh, <laughs> that's so sad. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, this week we are going to be talking about the most relevant news of the week. And I'm sorry, it's been about two weeks, so we are a little bit behind in some of this stuff, but still worth talking about. And then Far Cry 5 uh, comes out tomorrow, or if you're listening to this on Tuesday when it releases, it'll come out today. Yeah. Uh, and so we're talking, we're talking into the future. How yeah, we're talking that? about it. We haven't played it, so we're just here really talking about it, just kind of seeing... Uh, seeing all what goes into it and our decisions on whether or not we're purchasing it and all that fun jazz. Uh, but first, quick housekeeping. Make sure to leave reviews on iTunes. I'm going for iTunes right now just because I love reading those off on the show. So if you are a listener of, the, of this podcast, please go to iTunes uh, on your phone or on the actual desktop and you can leave reviews there. It's actually a really complicated process, but if you do that, it'll be greatly appreciated. Isn't that right, Cameron? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Follow, did you tell him to follow you already, or is that till? Oh yeah, you gotta follow me. You gotta yeah, follow yeah. me on on the old FBs, but also mm, I don't I don't follow you on FB anymore. <sighs> it's fine. Yeah, you, don't have, you don't have Facebook. That's fine. That's fine. Great. If you don't, if you still have Facebook and you don't, or you don't not have it anymore, you should get rid of it. Yeah, you know what? Uh, Facebook has <laughs> a lot of things wrong, but I'll tell you what. I'm the only person I think doing things right on Facebook, so you should follow Facebook Bitbloggist only. <laughs> And just talk and to me it. down there. Hey, uh, you know, interesting side note on that. Since we're talking, we're kind of in the technology world here. Uh, Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, actually yes. denounced Facebook today. I wouldn't say he denounced it. He just kind of didn't really, you know, uh, voice his vocal support for it. So uh, have you noticed all these, like, terms of service things coming coming in? On Facebook? But just across the board, I'm getting emails from like yeah, different companies saying, it "Hey, it seems like a lot of people are updating the terms of service, and I wonder if it's got something to do oh, with it's, all that." It's got to be. It's yeah. a, it's probably like a bunch of legal jargon saying, "Like, hey, um, we we stole your information, <laughs> but now we've made it to where you can't sue us." Yeah, it's like well, you, this was something you read in the contract too, or now it is your green too. So, mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, so, so. Uh, I, I don't know. I just noticed that because I think I got one today from Venmo. Even Venmo was yep. like, hey, we're getting the terms of service upgrade. And I was like, oh. That might be because they're still working on that uh, instant transfer stuff, oh, which yeah. is pretty good. It's a pretty good deal. I wonder what's going to happen when like Apple releases their like messenger pay thing because I feel like that's going to be so much easier than Venmo. Just you think so? right there. You're texting somebody. Uh, it's like, boom, here you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like Venmo, though, too. Mm-hmm. If anything, they it should can't buy, get much easier. Honestly, they should buy the service that Venmo has if they haven't already figured out how to incorporate it into the mm. Messaging apps, they got to figure it out. If they're if they're doing Apple Pay, they're probably they probably got to figure it out. So, um, if you guys didn't uh, see this, Eric Higgins and I were were jamming on the uh, the old Twitch TV the other day, playing a way out, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but if you if you uh, want to catch what games we're playing, uh, usually we'll stream on the weekends, Saturday or Sunday are better days for us because that's when we're most free. Um, but yeah, if you guys like watching people play games, you should check us out there. Now, Cameron, I know you said that you are watching a bit more 
yeah. uh, some Twitch, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Actually, probably okay. about what you're playing. <laughs> um, but actually, I guess drink of the show before we go into what you're playing. Uh, we're drinking some nice Jake's Java Hut lattes. It's very good. Thank I'm you. I'm very impressed. Yeah, and this coffee is from Aldi, actually. Okay. All right. Solid, solid coffee, Aldi. Oh, like it's delicious. It. it really is very good. So that leads into our next question or our last segment before the news. Cameron, what are you playing right now, brother? Okay. All right. I got a few things <laughs> okay. I'm playing okay. right now. Okay. Um, Sim City Build It. <laughs> uh, you're not going to let me live it down. Um, I'm not playing Sim City Build It. I'm currently know. playing. I do have Monument Valley too on my iPhone, though. Very if cool we're, game. We're going to talk about uh, iPhone games. Uh, so far, it's been good. I'm trying to kind of pace myself through it since last time I uh, kind of rushed through it, beat it really fast, and then um, yeah, after that, you can't really replay it. Monument that Valley much. is a yeah a one and done kind of experience, really. Definitely, it's but def- it's it's a good five dollars. It's, it's a, really neat. The puzzles aren't like overly challenging. Like you'll figure them out within like five minutes. Yeah. You're like, okay, I get it. Um, and the music's good too. Yeah, music's super good. And it's funny because a lot of these games now are saying, like, recommended to wear with headphones. Mm-hmm. Um, I just downloaded two games, two iPhone games today. This is big for me because I don't play a lot of iPhone games or iOS games. Uh, Reigns. Okay. Have you heard of this one before? It's kind of yeah. like Tinder uh, for, like, being a king. So you're basically like a king, and you have to make decisions like yes or no decisions, essentially. Okay. And people approach you, and you're trying to keep these different sex sects like s-e-c-t-s happy and there's like a religious uh area there is the militia there's the people and then there's um your money and so you have to like balance all of these things by saying yes and no to certain things and it's actually like it's really hard and there's like some there's some funny things that happen there and i reigns has been a game that people have known about for a while but i just recently felt inspired to buy something. I was like, you know what? I could do it for a good phone game here pretty soon. So that's in this game called Florence, which I have not played yet. Okay. Um, but from what I've heard, it's very cool where basically you're, you're, it's, it's a focus on the story of these two people that are going through a relationship and you see like the starting parts of it and then like the middle parts and then the end. Um, and it's very clever in how it makes you interact with it and like it tells a story more than anything. It's more of like an interactive experience, mm-hmm. but like, <clears throat> but like if, there's there's a segment where they're arguing and you have to like try and piece together like their arguments by like putting puzzle pieces in and it is kind of like this thoughtful thing like when you are arguing you have to like be very thoughtful about how you like say certain things and what you say if you don't if you don't say the right thing it doesn't fit and then it makes person you know and this it's it seems like a really cool game and that one's also one that requires headphones or like it's best with headphones so That'll be one that I probably pick up on like a Saturday or Sunday morning where I'm just like, eh, I have time. Bored and messing around on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, that was a long segment of on phone games, but <laughs> no, continue. Fine. Yeah. Uh, Monument Valley on the iPhone. Um, and then going back to, you know, the la- I think the last time I was on here with you guys uh, was whenever Eric was talking about he just got in PUBG and he was playing it quite a bit and blah, blah, right. blah. And I was like, this will probably lead into me buying an Xbox and, uh, and PUBG. And it definitely did not. Do that, Adam. Yeah, it, it totally did. Um, yeah, so I went out and bought an Xbox One and a 4K TV. Um, it was an expensive weekend, and uh, really helping you I, save I'm for those vacations. Pretty, pretty happy about it. It's pretty awesome. Uh, but no, I am playing. We are playing the crap out of PUBG. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. No. That. Thank you for not cursing, um, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, we are playing a lot of PUBG, and I love it, man. It is an adrenaline rush. It is always, uh, you know, the map's always the same. I know they're updating and. As uh, Bluehole continues to update the game, it is getting better. It is getting less frustrating. Um, I forgot it's Bluehole. You know, yeah. It's yeah. Well, blue I, po- is it Bluepoint or Bluehole? It's Bluehole. It's a blue, a Bluehole company. Or I'm sorry, it's 
Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, I think, is the name of the developer. Developer, actually. but the person that's porting then, it to mobile is different. Yeah, and then a Blue Hole company is who, or Blue Hole company is who owns them. Anyways, we've been playing a lot of that. PUBG is super fun. Um, you know, there's another competitor out there. It starts with an F. <sighs> yeah, it's on this. It's in, it's in the news segment. Four play, dude. Four, I cannot, I cannot Fortnite? get Fortnite out of the damn news feeds. Like yeah. Fortnite is everywhere it is it is un, unbelievable i mean it, it PUBG had it for a while i mean it mm-hmm. really did and it still does some but now it's all for but not but not to this degree no, i don't think it's it's annoying it's 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 too much yeah it's and uh have you ever watched that ninja guy play mm-hmm. it because even he and he probably is still as we're speaking right now he's probably sitting on his twitch channel talking about it oh yeah um, and he's making five hundred thousand dollars like a month Ridiculous. <laughs> so he's he's man. doing all right, I think, for I, himself. It's just it blows my mind. And what's cool about his story is he he had started out not ma- like not being that prominent of a streamer. I think he had gotten famous playing Halo. He had gotten famous playing Halo so long ago, and he was very good at Halo. And I think he kind of just went quiet for a while. But here recently with Fortnite, and because of just how many people have access to it, because it's free. And now with a mobile game, it is just insane how many people are watching him play and how just big Fortnite is in general. It, it, do you, have you watched him play? No, said, he's okay. he's incredibly good. I've I've seen a few of his, his okay. segments. Well, I mean, just at any point in time, watch him play, and it is um, it is quite amazing how just um, it's it's inhuman how fast he is. Oh, it's, it's he's so quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching uh, him you play. Can't, you can't keep up with what he's, he's got to be on like all types of Adderall or something like that, where he's just like. <laughs> Just swallowing Adderall in in lattes, Jake's, Jake's but he was lattes. but he was on a stream with Drake and mm-hmm. a couple other like big name athletes and and he's just he's just killing it, man. And we'll talk about Fortnite a little bit, but well, it's just ridiculous. Um, what else was I gonna say? PUBG, PUBG, how much yeah. you're enjoying that? How it's kind of like it's, Fortnite? It's great. On it's, mobile. it's completely different from Fortnite. Um, I'm not playing <laughs> PUBG on mobile. I had Fortnite. We talked about this. I had Fortnite on mobile and I couldn't get it to work and I haven't tried it again, so I have no idea how that runs. Um, I won't comment on it. From um, what I've heard from most people, it's pretty, pretty well balanced. Like it's it's pretty comparative to what you you would play on console. And then um, yesterday, actually, I beat or last night, I beat um, what? No, I was just uh, my throat. <coughs> sorry. Um, last night I beat Metro Twenty Thirty Three Redo. Oh, I bought, it was on sale one day Redux? on Xbox. Redux or Redo, redo. Okay. R-D-U-X. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, I bought it and Metro Last Light were on sale, and it's a package deal anyway, so I bought those. And then I, I'd played Metro a long time ago, like I think after it first came out and didn't beat the game. Um, I think I got frustrated are, at one point. Those are, those are games that I think, you yeah, you definitely align with your play style. First-person shooters, yep. survivalist. Yeah. Yep. It was good stuff. Uh, no, but it's a great game. Very interesting story. I'm going to buy the book. I, I've been trying to find the book, but it's not um, in circulation. So I'm going to try to go to McKay's and pick it up. Uh, the story is fascinating, and then I just started Metro Last Light. Good old McKay's. Um, Shout out to McKay's yeah, it's great. bookstore. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it sucks. You you gotta you gotta just uh, you gotta go there on a day when you think it might have been restocked. Yeah, that and you gotta you know be able to deal with like a thousand smelly people like <laughs> yeah. kind of like there are like some slides, stinky folks in there, man. There's some through. stinky folks in there, <sighs> but they love reading. They love books. I'll tell you what. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But as far as games I'm playing right now, I, th- I think that's everything. Cool. And then uh, you want me to talk about my Twitch experience? Yeah. So let's, let's jump into Twitch. I'll get. I'll get. 
So that co- coincides with kind of like <clears throat> PUBG and stuff like that. Sort of, yeah. So I'm not watching Fortnite or PUBG on Twitch. Mm. Um, there is this. What are you watching, Cameron? There is this, and hopefully there's someone else out there that's ran across this. I've told Davis and Spencer both about it. There is this huge underground of like role players who love to play cops. I remember you telling me about this now. Dude, it is I forgot to check it out. Unreal how many people are playing or uh, there's several different um develop I we could call them developers, just like private developers that have put together these content creators. Full fully fledged uh it's a, it's GTA. It's the base GTA game. Um, where they've gone in and they've created their own like civilians and cops system. And I mean, they've got paramedics and firefighters too. And these dudes role play like to the T trying to be like real fake police officers with the codes, with all of the, the lingo, everything. And it's so And funny. they just drive around, they patrol the streets. Do you and think they... that some of these people are actually police officers? No. No? No, I've heard some of them say that and I'm like, there's no way in hell. You don't have, there's no police officer has time to indulge themselves in this well, that's, or the money. that's what i was going to say but like so they've they've learned all the proper code yeah for police officers but they, they even have dispatchers they have people that are dispatching them onto calls and then reporting it and they have they serve warrants oh they, my god it is it is unbelievable but it, i mean it's stupid <laughs> it really is kind of stupid but you get uh, caught up in watching because you're just like i can't believe that someone has this little of a life that, that, is, they're, that they're doing this. Hey, it's not little life. It's just what they enjoy. There's people out there that's that play opinion. all kinds of stuff, but yeah. that is pretty funny. Man, it is crazy. I would get sick of that. I would get sick. Like I would maybe have fun with it for, for a couple of days and be like, yeah, I'm done. I'm over yeah. it now. It's it's a good boring, like, just, and it's not, I'm sorry, it's not boring. It's a good Twitch stream, just like put on if you're like screwing around on your iPad, which is normally what I'm doing. Um, yeah, other than that. Why not just listen to like, or just watch Cops? <laughs> You could watch cops, but it's much funnier to watch these dudes with like really nerdy accents, like trying to be all hua and tough, you know. Well, officers, this is gonna be recording. Read them nine one one. Come over here and see you guys, and make sure you're. Like the other day, they pulled up to a gas station for a. Uh, it wasn't a hot. It was just like a uh, a robbery, right? And the criminal, the crim sim is what they call them. Mm-hmm. Little criminal character was a was a nine year old kid, or well, I say nine <laughs> years old. He sounded like he was about a nine year old kid. And so whenever the cops like come out with your hands up, and the kids like make me, and you're like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. no, and you're like, I'm oh turning gosh. this off now. <laughs> I'm just not going to watch this anymore. That's pretty funny. That is hilarious, and I'm glad that you told me about that. I do want to watch that because I've heard I've you heard you mention it twice now. Yeah, Family RP is the best one out there I've seen so far. Okay. Uh, well, for me, I am playing a few things. So I got a way out. Yep. And uh, I'm interested. I'll talk, to, yeah. I'll talk about this, and I think Eric and I'll probably talk about it again once we've beaten the entire game. But it is we've kind of we've kind of seen the similarities of like heavy rain meets. Uh, I don't even know how to describe this storyline, but it is like kind of looked like Last of Us. To mm-hmm. me. Yeah, Eric said that it feels like a Last of Us kind of artistic style. Mm-hmm. Where it's like not fully realistic, but it's pretty dang close, and and you there, there's so basically you're these, you're playing against these two guys that are in jail, and you're trying to break out, hence the name, a way out. And are they brothers? They are not brothers, but it's just a ton of like quick time events. It's just a ton of just hold R two to open this door. Someone goes and finds this tire while you jack the car up to put the tire on, then drop the tire. You know, it's just it's just a bunch of puzzle solving through co-op play, which okay. has made it more fun than I think it would be by itself, obviously, because it's designed that way. I think you can only play it co-op. 
which is neat. Um, so it's bringing people back to the couch, or you can play online if you want to with somebody yeah. else. And I don't know, you might not even need another copy of the game to play online. Like, I could do, yeah, you, you know how you can do PS4 uh, share. remote play yeah, the or remote whatever? Play. Yeah, I know. Um, where I can share your screen. So I would share it with you, and you could control one character, and I could control the other character, and we can mm-hmm. do it that way. So it's one thirty bucks, which makes the initial purchase less painful as well. Um, if this was a full price game, I would have been like, "This is not worth it." I feel like it's definitely a one and done kind of game, mm-hmm. so that's definitely good. Yeah, so I've been playing that. We streamed that, and I have been playing a ton of board games actually. So yeah. Hannah and I—I've seen some Instagram stories. Yeah, we are not. We 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 get home from work and I'm just you know I'm staring at a computer screen all day and then I don't want to immediately watch TV or something else, right. and you know it's funny because I play video games all the time too but it's like really I only play on the it's weekends. A bit different. Uh, and so I was like we need to do something else and so I've found a whole bunch of two player board games and uh, we played a lot of this game called Hive which I like a lot. We're playing uh, Seven Wonders Duel which is like a resource management kind of game. Um, it has like a picture of like a knight with like a shield on the front of it. And it's kind of like you're going through different ages okay. and trying to stack up a bunch of stuff and uh, basically beat the person, the other person to a military victory, a, um, uh, it's, it's proficiency like victory where like you, you have more knowledge than a person or you just outlast them and have more, uh, points at the end. And I think so, I've played that game. I'll have to look at it. Yeah, you probably played the board game. Um, this is like the the two person version of that. But yeah, we're just playing a ton of board games, and it's awesome. I love it. Mm. Yeah, it's just such a fun change up, and you know, it's just fun for her too because like she likes games, but she won't she won't play video games with me too often. The most she'll play is like Mario Kart or uh, um, oh gosh, what's the other Need one? For Speed. Overcooked. Okay. The one where you cook all the the the, the steaks and you got to run around and yeah, I may not see it's very funny. Well, anyways. That's what I'm playing right now, guys. Cool. We're going to be right back with uh, the news segment, so stay tuned. And we're back. It's less creepy. Yeah, that was a long one, though. It's kind of... Ha- Held on too long. How was that in your ears? Was it pretty good in your ears? It was wonderful. It was pretty gross. So I'm trying these live transitions right now, and I can't figure out why it won't transition and then jump directly into just the video again after I play it on the screen. I got to figure it out. You're still asking the wrong guy. Still, now. still, still messing around with it a little I bit. I don't know anything about this. I got so much stuff. tech, man. So much tech back here. You wouldn't. Golly. Be. I mean, I, you can only <clears throat> see us in the screen, but there's like 30 computers on the other side of the. One room. million computers. Yeah, I just noticed you're using. Your, okay, you're using your TV as a monitor. I was like, that is a massive monitor. It's a TV. Yeah, it's my TV. Yeah. Gotcha. There you go. Technology, baby. I've only been here for like an hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first up on the news segment, Sega Genesis Classic Collection has been announced for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Actually, I don't know about PC. Really. Um, but definitely for PS4 and Xbox One. It will include more than 50 games from the company's iconic 16-bit Genesis system, or the Mega Drive for those outside North America. Fans can expect Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Shining Force, Virtua Fighter 2, and several games in the Fantasy Star and Streets of Rage series. Check out some of the games coming in the trailer if you want to see it later. Uh, <coughs> that was... It was unexpected when Sega announced this, and I don't know, because they announced like their Sega, I'm almost positive that there was like a, 
a, a, a Genesis like flashback console that they announced, or maybe that's the Atari I'm thinking of. But so many people are trying to get in on this like whole collection thing lately. Yep. How, how do you, how do you, how do you feel about this? Would you would you pick this up? No. Yeah. I have zero interest in it. <clears throat> then again, as I'm, I'm sure I've discussed before on this show, the first console I ever had was well, technically I had a PC, but that was only like two games that I played: Age of yeah. Empires and something else. <laughs> um, and then the first console that I had was an Xbox, so I missed out on the whole Sega, Nintendo, yeah, all that stuff as a kid. My friends, sure my friends had Segas growing up, mm-hmm. but yeah, again, I don't have. Couldn't any even of... tell you what one looked like. Okay, well, you can probably you you'd probably see a picture of a controller and be like, I recognize that. Okay, but. Yeah, this you know this is cool for people that like Sonic. Maybe you could check this out. Uh, it's it's interesting that it's coming to PS4 and Xbox One. You know, it's just funny thinking about so many years ago when Sega was a console making company and they were competing with Nintendo, and that was pretty much it. And then Nintendo just killed them, and <laughs> and now they're making games for anybody that will take them essentially, because they own like a few good a few good properties still, and Sonic just won't go away. But but Sonic is here to stay, and they're just releasing it again on. New consoles, which is actually pretty cool, because I think I'm sure we've had Sonic in some idea or some way on other previous consoles, but pretty interesting that we're getting this. So check that out. I'm not sure on the release date on that one. Um, I'm not. I don't. I don't think I wrote it down here. So just look look for that if you guys like Sonic. Uh, congratulations and Virtua Fighter Two and Shining Force. I know what Fantasy Star is. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's like a big RPG, and yeah. it was like I think it was the first online uh, RPG or something like that. Really. Yeah, I, I want to say I've got a really cool like. Isn't it like, isn't the main ship in the game like a kind of like a combo ship of like a starship and like a pirate ship sort of thing? Yeah, there's something cool. Something like that. There's there's something there's something cool. I think with that I've ship. got I think I've got one of the like game informer covers from it or something like that. Yeah, so, or it's like an ad because I just thought it was really cool. Fantasy Star was a big deal. It was a big <clears> deal <throat> when it released on the Sega. So that that makes sense that you would probably recognize that. Yeah. Um, Microsoft is going its own direction for E3 this year. The bulk of its demos and its press briefing, which has previously frequently been at the Galen Center, will occur across the street from the convention center in the Microsoft Theater. In L.A.? Yeah. So at E3, normally, it's like all the publishers and developers there talking about all their new consoles or their new games they're releasing. And uh, as we've just, over the course of time, we've seen developers take a different route with this and say, you know what, I don't want to have to pay you a ton of money to to showcase my games. Like I'm just gonna go across the street while everyone's here, save a ton of money and have my own controlled environment. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's just basically all Xbox over there. Which makes a ton of sense. Um, whether this is good for press and news outlets remains to be seen. It I don't it's not that it's like literally a street over, I think. So, you know, I don't think it's a big deal that they're having to go to a different building no, not for at all. this. But it is maybe to, maybe to some people, but this kind of worries me because, like, my dream is to go to E3, but I feel like by the time I actually get there, <laughs> there's, it's not even going to be a thing. It's just going to be a bunch of, like, different people sitting in different areas. I, I guarantee you every single year they're still going to have a gaming-centered mm-hmm. event in L.A., but it's not all going to be in one place, which I always thought was really cool. But you can't, like... I thought it was only open to press now. Like, you can't just... Yeah, well, so it's the it's different. So the public access gets you access to the floor and you can try a bunch of game demos and do much stuff like that but the actual press briefings where they're announcing a bunch of this stuff only press yeah only press can sit in there and then they have like obviously tvs and a bunch of other stuff for for like public can just watch what's going on 
Um, but yeah, gotcha. I want to be in the room yeah. where it happens, you know? Of course. Just like the Hamilton song. Right. No one else what? was in the room where it happens. All right. So there's that. Uh, Fortnite. We talked about this, and I think we might have covered most of it, but recently they released a just one-to-one re- like reproduction of the game on iOS, and it topped charts in 47 countries in less than 24 hours. Yeah, more than Pokemon Go, right? I think so. Yeah. Which is just stupid, but makes sense because it's free once again. Yeah, you know why not? It's just I. Oh. It's and it's well, it's not play to win, but you can make purchases in games. That's obviously how they're making their money, mm. and then all sorts of other ways. They're so. they're making so much money, and I would even argue that they're going to make more money in the mobile version because that's where kids are accustomed to in-app purchases. Yeah, just buying stuff. Yeah. I, dro- I dropped my phone. Yeah, I'm sure the parents are loving that right now. Hmm. Yeah, this is Why insane. Why is charging my account from Apple for two hundred dollars? My God! Oh, my son what bought a new parachute. <laughs> what is a, what is this parachute in this night skin you bought? How much was this, <laughs> dear Lord? Um, yeah. So uh, this is hard for me because I I don't like Fortnite. I don't I don't like it. I'm sorry for everyone out there who likes I Fortnite. I still haven't played it at all. So it's fine. I just have a hard time getting into it because I suck. That's probably what it is. I just suck at this game. And, you know, I talked to somebody else. I, I ran into a friend, a uh, good friend of the show, Wes Birch. Uh, shout out. He was he was uh, walking into Target, and I was like, and we were just talking about whatever. He asked about Fortnite. And he's like, actually, I have PC and PS4. He's like, but I play Fortnite on PS4 because the people on PC are insane. He's like, yeah. I never win on PC. Yeah. I didn't even get close. Yeah. He's like, but on PS4, at least, you know, sometimes do pretty well. Yeah. I, I could know. imagine playing PUBG on PC. I'd get just obliterated. Yeah, and that and that made me feel worse. I was like, okay, so I, <laughs> I really suck on <laughs> PS4, and I just I can't do anything. And then you're t- you're saying that like you play PS4 because you win more. I'm like, right. oh man, I suck. And I really am just not good at this game. So I don't know. I, there's not much else to say beyond to, to about Fortnite beyond the fact that it just it's everywhere. But my question to you is, how long do you think this is going to last? Like, how long do you think Fortnite's going to be around? Or, like, we're going to keep seeing this game pop up? A year and a half before something else comes along and replaces it. Somebody out there is working on something. I'm or, thinking... Or PUBG could just be... Could just release its full version and then, you know, come out of nowhere and swipe it. But it's going to take a minute for Fortnite to get out of the news. I'm thinking I'm thinking less than that, man. Yeah. I'm thinking end of the year there's okay. something else that's replaced it probably. Okay. All right. Because like just with the way I've seen culture like wrap their arms around something, it comes and goes so fast. Yeah, we are in that age nowadays where, you know, something was news for a month or two. Well, not even that, maybe a week at the most, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it's gone. And they're over it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I foresee Fortnite probably dropping in popularity very soon here. There was, it'll still have an audience on Twitch. People will still watch it. Yeah. But I would say by the end of 20... I'm going to make a bold guess here. I'm going to say end of 2018, I imagine Fortnite will have been eclipsed by something else. I would say end of watch. 2019 before it really just teeters off completely and just you don't see anything else from it. Man. Because it's, 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 it's big. And, you know, it does have that... To me, it's kind of like a Call of Duty mm-hmm. in a way where it's built itself up and, you know, it's just kind of blown everything else out of the water um even though it's pretty much PUBG with building right get that straight um and and how i mean how long can you watch something that is really really is the same experience i mean or how how long can you play something that's like that because that's that's my thing is you know 
I thought I'd get burned out on PUBG fast, and then, or uh, you know, I figured, yeah, I'd play PUBG for a few weeks and maybe get burnt out on. I'm still okay with it. And that could be what it is. Like it's just maybe like (laughs) the loop is just addictive enough for people to keep coming back to it. Very addictive. And that's the same with Fortnite, but and uh, just because it it every game is so. No, no two games can be similar in any way, Mm -hmm. shape, or form. You could land in the same area, but no matter what, the outcome will be different. And so I guess that's what's fun is that it's a consistently changing game. Like Call of Duty, you can always play the same map, and one team will win or or the other team will win. Yeah, and you always play the same chokes, and it's always like the same areas where you know to go. you have the same gun, and the thing is is whenever you drop into PUBG or Fortnite, you you don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what's around the next corner and i guess that's what makes it exciting is just all the var- all the, uh, the, variables. the variables that come into play that makes sense so but i i agree with you ultimately that you know it it i give it a year and a half before it really yeah. just goes completely but think know. about but think about like dota and like all those huge moba games that people play uh league stuff like that those have been around for a long time like counter strike go and people and but the but, the, but they're not as prominent like even csgo yeah. people play and they've got I think that Fortnite will become a tournament game, no doubt. Um, but you know, CS:GO, Dota, all that good, League of Legends—they're all. You know, uh, How would Fortnite even become a tournament game, though? That's the thing. It's you like have to get a hundred dudes in a room. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool to see, actually, yeah. like competitive. And but you can do squads and stuff, so you could definitely make it to where there were competitive teams. Yeah, and I've seen like crazy things where you can do like. Actually, correct me if I'm wrong. PUBG, you can do singles, duos, triples, squads. So and I've seen like even crazier modes, like sometimes like fifty and fifty and stuff like that. They've talked about doing fifty on fifty PUBG. That'd so. be kind of cool. Yeah. So I don't know. Fortnite's Fortnite's here and it is everywhere. And if you've like me, have heard about it so much that you're kind of getting sick of it now. Um, I say we got another six months of this, or maybe like end of the year. And Cameron thinks 2019. So yeah. Well, uh, let's let's tune back in and then at the end of 2018 to see how dumb I sound when Fortnite's like <laughs> literally everywhere. Um, and then last one on the list. This is actually pretty cool. Uh, and I don't know if if it was in time, but EA finally gave up. Um, as a part of a major overhaul to the game's progression system, Battlefront 2 will now give all players immediate access to every hero and their respective hero ships. This change comes as EA also prepares to remove star cards from loot crates and limits microtransactions to cosmetics and is one more step towards earning the goodwill of players burned by the game's earlier greedier mistakes. That comes by way, I think, of GameSpot. And uh, I remember, who sent this article to us? Was it Eric sent it to us? Uh, yes, I think so. They're they're screwed no matter what. I mean they've they've dug themselves a hole. <laughs> it's just too late. Yeah, they you 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 nailed put the. It's too late. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah, it's too late. But I feel so bad for these. I, I feel so bad for the I guys that worked in this game. No, the guys that worked, oh, on, worked the game, on it that built this game. Yeah, because the game is like it's gorgeous. The sound design is amazing. They they made a story. They did everything right, and then the big dogs in the business were like, all right now. How can we bend? Let's these ruin over everything and screw with them. microtransactions, <laughs> and and the poor the poor guys that spent hours and hours and hours making sure that that one random alien tree looked fantastic in this game is like, well, crap, that sucks. No one's playing my game that I worked so hard on, yeah. and uh, everyone hates us. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, this this is a good. <laughs> they, mo- they like go home at night. People will spray paint their cars. <sighs> no, seriously, like people people are nasty, man. Like there there are some. There are some folks out there that don't understand that there are humans that make these games and have lives 
and have families and like gamers. And this is an article I, I posted the other day, but like toxicity in, in gaming culture is, is nasty, man. There's just people that, that don't get it. They just, all they see is the game and they don't understand like, Hey, a normal person helped make this. Mm. And as soon as you stay in like F E A F everyone, I'm going to go kill whoever decided to put microtransactions in here. It's like, okay guys, that's let's, actually uh, illegal. Let's uh, step it back don't a little bit. People. Uh, but I, unfortunately for EA, like this is a good move, and I think anybody that maybe was trying to vote with their wallets is probably pleased to see this, saying like, okay, Battlefront 2 is like, now it's actually a game where I can get in and get the things that I want. And mm-hmm. I think for a standalone Star Wars experience, like if this game drops in price a little bit later in the, you know, the next coming months or it's offered up on like some sort of discount, I would absolutely pick this game up probably, just, just because I like Star Wars. Yeah. But I think it is a little bit too late now, unfortunately, I can't imagine what Battlefront Three looks like for them. <laughs> probably not good. Probably not. Probably not bright. I, well, I, you know, I take that back. As long as Disney keeps turning out the Star Wars movies, they they'll won't make, have they'll any make trouble. Money. Yeah, they won't have any trouble. They'll be fine. Well, and and what and what stinks is, you know, this this was supposed to be Battlefront Two was supposed to be kind of a hey, we're sorry about Battlefront One. <laughs> we're sorry about how terrible this game is because there was no we're story. We're gonna make it up to you. Okay, but here we gave you a story, but now you can't really, you have to pay to like actually have fun with this game. And everyone's like, what the heck? So it's, it's, it's unfortunate that Star Wars has gotten this treatment so far. However, I do know, I, I'm pretty positive that there are some uh, new Star Wars games in the works. And mm-hmm. I think we'll see, we'll see some pretty cool stuff come out of that. I wish that one Star Wars game, um, the single player, um, I know you're talking had about four. It was a four-digit number. Mm-hmm. I wish that had gone to development. I guarantee you, they're probably trying to figure that out and like dredge yeah. it back up a little bit. Because yeah. I think, I think Disney and I, and I don't know if this is true or not, but Disney might sever its ties with EA okay. and try something else with a different single, a different different developer developer to make a single-player campaign. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, and I'm sure after this, they were like probably at Call of Duty Star Wars, looking it over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably better than freaking Battle, Battlefield 2. Um, or Battlefront, sorry. Well, that is uh, the end of our news segment, so we are going to be right back with our final main topic of the show, which is Far Cry 5 and pushing the envelope of storytelling. BRB. Oh, and we are freaking back. Yes. Sorry for super loud, guys. I, I have not figured that transition out yet. It's really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> People are like going deaf right now. Dear Lord, like... oh my gosh. Um, so Far Cry 5 comes out today. Tomorrow? <clears throat> today. Today. Oh, I'm sorry. you're listening uh, yeah, to today. it today. And there's, there's... So when this game initially... I think we talked about it on a po- couple podcasts uh, back. But this game f- focuses on America. And specifically, this weird subset of, of America that is sort of closely related to like extreme extremists, like right wings, um, who like just want to kill people, and, and they use religion as their reasoning yeah. for a lot of this stuff. Christian, and um, Christian extremist, yeah. And so, and you're playing, I think, as an individual who's always trying to stop that. But reading just some basic reviews so far people have said that there's another group that's also trying to combat that as well so you have these two and it 
Mm-hmm. It sounds a lot like Far Cry 4 in yep. terms of like you have one group and then you have this other bad group and you're this yeah. dingus in the middle who's just like, I'm going to save everybody. Yeah. So... He plays a sheriff's deputy for Hope County, okay. Montana. Yep. Okay, so you read into it a little bit. Okay, I read good. into it. So, so does does the story interest you? Absolutely. Yeah, I love this. That was a weird. It that, got a really weird echo. Do you that was me. That was the, oh, okay, the springs. The um, yeah. So this kind of this is like right up my alley as far as even outside of video gaming, like real life document documentaries and uh, stories and things that have happened in the past with religious extremism, whether it be Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, whatever it may be. That it fascinates me whenever people right. go, you know, over the edge and go wackos and uh, really get into something to the point where they become like um, a problem for society. <laughs> to me, in fact, it's interesting because I'm watching a document. It's kind of a little side note. Watching a documentary right now on Netflix called a uh, It's a Wild Wild Country, and it is about. Um, gosh, I can never remember the guy's name. He's, it's some Indian. It, he was a guru, guru in India in in India back in the sixties and seventies. Okay, I was gonna say um, it's not Gandhi, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> this was right after uh, Jim Jones and the Jonestown uh, mass poisoning. Uh, it's it's like Bakim or Barim or something like that. Okay. Anyways, uh, it talks about how he influenced all these people from all over the world. I mean, there's Australians, Americans, mm-hmm. everybody to come to India and to come and live with him because of this the psychotherapy that he was doing for them. And then he uh, took off from there and moved to a camp in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And they built like this giant camp for like 10,000 people, had all these work. Haven't finished it yet, so I can't ruin it for anyone or can't ruin it for myself. I'd never heard of it before, which I was mm. kind of disappointed in. Interesting enough, our good friend Mary Alice Osmond has been to this camp. It really? It's now a Young Life camp in Oregon. What? Yes. Kind of crazy. So anyways. Oh, my goodness. Going back to my point is this stuff really interests me. So I'm excited to see the story. Um, Far Cry 4 story wasn't that bad. You know, it wasn't like out of this world. But you didn't really... So that's what I was going to talk to you about next. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this the story on a base level is very interesting to me because it's it's very... It comes at a very <laughs> trying time in America where we are experiencing obviously not as extreme stuff as this, but we are extre- experiencing some of this stuff where people yeah. like, you know... It's extreme take, extremism. Take up with something and then completely go overboard. Um, <clears throat> however, from what I've read so far and from what I understand, this game appears to not, it doesn't take that story really anywhere, unfortunately. And so that's that's where this question comes up of, of pushing the envelope of storytelling. So they had a unique opportunity to tell a really scary and like sort of true story of like what would happen sort of in this situation and how like these militia cults could like take over potentially. But apparently I think they didn't want to push the envelope too far and offend a bunch of people. And I completely understand that, but it's unfortunate that they washed it down a ton. Like they watered it down a lot apparently like where you'd, the storyline doesn't matter at all. It's really stupid. Really? And that's disappointing. And a lot of it is just sandbox stuff again. Which is fine, which is what Far Cry really is ex- excels in is just giving you the reins the keys to this crazy world where you can fight a bear and a bunch of extremists yeah. 
and squirrel suit into an area and snipe people out, Freaking and it's great. Squirrel suits. Oh yeah. God, I'm <laughs> it's, so It's excited. great. It's like, that's been some of the most fun that I had. Like, when yeah. we first got our PS4s and we were playing Far Cry 4, I was like, this is dope. Like, <laughs> those first couple of missions where we were trying to, like, be really serious about it, like, you were on one hill and I was on the other hill, and we are like, all right, be like mark our targets and say all right three two one go synchronized synchronized shots all that good stuff it was really like and then like scroll shooting into or scroll scroll shooting scroll shooting into into a base and just we felt really cool and like i far cry excels in those environments and i imagine it'll be the same here just a bunch of crazy action but it 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 bums me out and i you know some people have have given this game great reviews because it is it is fun just for that reason it's just a fun game good good dynamics good good design but unfortunately, like, I, if they had taken a bit more care to like really push the envelope with just a bit more storytelling, and t- and telling almost a like a hauntingly true story of kind of how we've gotten to this point in America, and and really use some of the stuff we've seen in culture, like it would have been really cool to have something like that in a Far Cry game. And I can't think of any like really that many more games that have done that and I, I put down some examples here the one that i can th- i thought of immediately was caught uh call of duty modern warfare 2 the scene is that modern warfare 2 yes that's and you know what i didn't even see that side note and whenever you were talking about games pushing the envelope not offending people that's the first thing that came to my yeah. mind and and that might have been like really offensive to some people and i know it was offensive to some people mm-hmm. um and there was probably some backlash i think trump used it in its mo- in his most recent video of like why video games are bad yeah uh, um and and that but so for the for anyone who doesn't know the Call of Duty example, that came I don't know how many years after nine eleven. That came many years after. That was two thousand and I went to basic training the year that Modern Warfare two came out. So that would have been November of two thousand nine. Yeah, two thousand nine maybe. Yep. No, yeah. it was. That sounds it about right. It was. Yeah. Because uh, I got it right before I left. Anyways. So yeah. about eight years removed from nine eleven, but terrorism was still very, very much a thing that people, especially in America, were just like. And airports, too. Yeah, and airports. <laughs> We're a big thing. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but you have this game where you're playing as... Infinity a, Ward really pushed ...a them. terrorist, and you run through an airport and shoot a bunch of people. I, that's that's a situation where I'm like, how did someone not look at this, this particular set piece and be like, hmm, you know, I don't know what we're trying to make the player feel here. Maybe we should leave this in or leave it out. They gave you an option. And they did, yeah. You didn't have to kill anybody. I think that... Um, I'm going on branch. Um, <laughs> I think it was a good level. I think it was a good thing to put in the game. Mm-hmm. I think that it really, in a virtual world, kind of puts you in those shoes of you're about to uh, commit mass murder. Mm-hmm. Can you pull the trigger? And just like the whole... Psycho psychological process that goes behind that, and what the game's trying to get you to understand is like you're going deep undercover, and you're you're having to act out the what this what it's macro off. I oh, I forgot you're playing as an undercover person. Yeah, you're an undercover. Uh, let's see here. Shepard steals you from the Rangers, reassigns you, puts you undercover under Makarov, and so like that's the whole premise of it is like you're you're faking being a Russian terrorist. And so you have to go shoot up these airport, this airport with these guys because you're trying to get to Makarov. And I remember like, and he figures, and he figures you out. At the end of the mission, he turns around, he kills you. Figures, he says something about how he knows who you are and shoots you. Yeah. So yeah, and I think that really, you you had a good, you had a good viewpoint there. Appreciate that. Uh, Thank you for saying that. Where where you're putting somebody in the shoes of 
even though it is a video game, there are very real emotions associated with just killing wrongly. Like it, it's weird. I still remember. I, I can I can see it clear as day. The first scene, whenever you walk out of that elevator and you've got a you've huge got a saw, heavy machine yeah, gun, you've yeah, got a saw machine gun, and you open fire on these, but you'll ne- you can't forget that moment. And if and when I remember, I think at first not being sure of what I was supposed to do, I was like walking real slow and I was like, what am I doing right now? And I was like, Oh, I'm like with the bad guys right now. And I was like, yep. I was like, Oh, and they're shooting everyone. I was like, Oh gosh, this is horrible. And I don't, I don't think I shot anybody, but I was just like, this is so bad. This is so bad. <laughs> and I remember, yeah, I remember, I just remember that distinctly. So if a game like call of duty, which is really just popcorn video games as a way now, to describe nowadays that. don't offend modern warfare 2 yeah. modern warfare well you'll, you'll, and you'll get your release your re-release or remaster here this year and I heard good news. I think they're just they're going to release it by itself, not Thank do that stupid God. package thing where you have to buy the other game to get the God. Modern Warfare original. I again, I wish Far Cry would take a bold step that way. I think I think it's worth telling a compelling story that makes people think than just just washing it down. Yeah, and that's and watering it down. That's what I'm getting at. It's like that that level made you think in this game. I'm I'm uh, I'm upset that it's not going to make me make me think. I mean, and the other interesting thing is that it's talking about Christian extremism, which is not as prominent anymore. Or I shouldn't say it's prominent because it's not like a cool thing or anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know, back back in the 70s, 80s, before Islamic extremism really became like a after 9/11, obviously became like a big focus. Um, you had several years where this was kind of a, a thing, and now the KKK and stuff like that. Yeah, and now this is it's kind of gone to the wayside, and we focus a lot on, especially nowadays, Islamic extremism, especially mm-hmm. with all the problems that Europe is having um, with uh, religious groups and their craziness. Um, anyways, so they had a good chance to talk about the side of things that's not talked about a whole lot, and it would really be a new perspective on oh, something yeah. that's not. It'd be such a it'd be such an interesting perspective, and like I, I just think about all the the cool moments you could have where you're just like, yeah, you meet somebody who is a part of this like religious subset, but they're a normal person, yeah, and you're and they're like really nice and they help you, and, yeah. you're, and you're like, oh, it's like so you're a normal person, yeah. and then you meet the other person that's like part of like the militia that's yeah. like out here just murdering everyone right. and is totally crazy, and you're like, yeah. oh, I hate this guy, yeah, and then and like don't typecast these people, and there's just there's just so many things. That could have been really interesting, and unfortunately, just from what I've heard, it's a great game. It's Far Cry through and through. It's fun, but it's not like the story that they could have told just is not there, and it's, it comes it comes across just very not lazy, but just like soft. Like yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Because like when you see the main antagonist in this film or in this film in this mo- in this game. He's doing like a bunch of like pretty messed up things. Like yeah. he's like scratching like sinner into the back of people yeah. and like burning things and yeah. like just all like gluttony on like yeah and like those those I think those scenes will probably be in the game. Have you seen? Did you see any of the story trailers? Where you're I've seen like a few. where you're like whenever that girl is like leading you through the field and he's like standing there like all majestic like and then it switches to the scenes where he's cutting into people and every or mm-hmm. carving like you said sinner into people where he's like shooting people. It was so compelling. It was yeah, Far so, Cry does a great job of making a bad anta- like a great antagonist. Yeah, somebody you really do want to get after. And somebody you really want to kill. But like unfortunately, that, that douchebag in Far Cry Four, like we wanted to kill that guy. Pen, we hated pen, that guy. Pin, uh, what was it? Pan, pan, pan. Oh my lord, pagan, pagan men. 
I think it's I think it was Pagan, Pagan Man. Man. That sounds yeah, right. Something like that. So, I, I mean, I don't know. So you, you're. I asked you yesterday, or you asked me if yeah, I was going to pick yeah. up Far Cry, and I said I don't know you, and you said absolutely yes. Yes, absolutely. And are you still on that boat where you're, yeah. you're still part? Of, you're yeah, I gotta up? have it. I, yeah. I I love. I think the game will be fun no matter what. I think it'll be fun enough to where it. You know, even if the story is not that great. Oh well, we'll get. Are it you over. going? Are you going Xbox or PS4? I don't know. That's I, the question. That's why I asked you because I was like, do I want to get it for PS4 if Jake's going to buy it? I feel like that's going to be hard for you to decide now because honestly, if I was you and I had a 4K system, I kind of want it. I would Xbox, go. Yeah. I would buy everything 4K. I was telling Eric, I was like, I've, I, I, I want to play this with Jake, but at the same time, I really want this for my Xbox One. Yeah. So I can play this in full like 4K. Oh, was it next? Do you have an Xbox One X? Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, you said Xbox One, and I, I thought you yeah, the Xbox. Sorry, the, the one. one. I forget. There's like two different S types. X and then original. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Eric was Eric was over here. We were playing a way out, and he was like, "Man, this does not look good. Like this game does not look good." And he's like, "I just I've gotten so used to playing 4K," <laughs> and I'm like, "We are incredibly yeah. spoiled by it." And it's it's so funny because I don't have 4K anything. So for me, well, I guess the I guess my my computer is is like 5k or something like that i don't know you know how that's even possible uh but but that's the only thing i have it's like super high def and i do notice like going from that to my like computer at work and i'm like this doesn't look anywhere near as yeah. good as my computer you don't have one of those nice uh new mac no, like no only does? only Spencer got this yeah wow yeah he's, he's, he's a brain manager dude he's got to have those those Top that, dog. That nice stuff he doesn't do anything like good tech yeah he doesn't he, he just he, he just makes just facebook yeah, pictures he's just making facebook pictures <laughs> <laughs> Well, really, I mean, that's 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 all I want to talk about. Oh, with Far wait, Cry. I, uh, this is an interesting point. What makes Far Cry unique from games like The Division or GTA? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, and and I'll, I'll give you some preface on this. So, so Far Cry is a sandbox game um, mm-hmm. where you can play co-op with people or just single player and go through it. Division's the same way. It's a co-op game, but it's a bit more military heavy based, and I believe it's third person. The right? Division was the Division third person. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, didn't you play that game? Yeah, I just couldn't Sorry. remember for a second. Uh, and then GTA, same concept, open sandbox, like to right. the extreme, though. Yeah. So, like, what makes Far Cry unique uh, from these other games? The Division does not have the stealth element. The you you can't really play the Division. I mean, you can play the Division by yourself. It's not as fun. Far Cry also is more fun with the second person. The stealth aspect is not very strong in either the division or GTA. Mm-hmm. GTA is very focused on vehicles. Yeah, you're right. Far Cry yeah. is more focused on combat. The division, I'm not sure what it was focused on. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, gameplay I'll t- definitely, but you know, it, it's a little bit more strategic combat with the combat with the division. Versus Far Cry gives you kind of the option of you can either be super stealthy and no one will ever know you were there. Mm-hmm. Or you can go in guns blazing and blow yeah. everything into the living hell. You know? Yeah, I think, I think with well, the division had an element of of stealth as well. You could yeah. do like stealth missions and stuff and take people out. But yeah. man, the division that's just felt it feels so long ago now. It was long. Um, it felt I, like it was I, I had fun with that game when we played it. We, when we, there was like the four of us that were playing. It was me, you, Eric, Eric and anybody else. Josh, maybe. There was one no. person that had it. I feel like it might have been Brock, maybe. I can't remember maybe. who else had it with us. I think it was Brock. But, um, yeah, so when I think of Far Cry... Did you drop your phone again? No, that was my, my shoe hitting my, <laughs> my, my chair. Uh, the, the one thing I'm thinking about with Far Cry is it is it is so ver- like varied in how you can approach situations. And like while I think it's... 
it specializes in that where like you can pick however you want to approach a situation. Like the division was pretty straightforward. Like yeah. pretty much you have these few hallways you can go yeah, through. Yeah, you have to go this way. And you can hide behind cover and you just got to keep shooting this guy a lot and hope that he dies. Uh, GTA has a lot of variety with its missions, but almost so much in the fact that like you could be doing a mission, but you could be like, <laughs> you could be like, you can go wherever you want to go. There's no like, right. there's no restriction to where you where well, you. Like I said, GTA is really focused on its vehicles, mm-hmm. and so it's a lot. It's heavily influenced by vehicle vehicle mm-hmm. combat, all that good stuff. Far Cry is not that way. I don't think we gave GTA enough of a shake either in terms of like the co op stuff. We tried a few of the heists and like, yeah, they're so hard. Like that was the problem with those heists is like they just they were way too hard. It's very hard to make money on that game. I played online for a little bit. It's very hard. To they should have had like an easy like a like an easy setting. I'm surprised people aren't upset about it the way. People were upset about Battlefront, but yeah, I would have preferred like an easy setting, saying like, "Hey, like you're gonna get make way less money doing it this way. Learn, learn the map, learn the game, learn, learn the missions, so that way, like that way, when you try it on hard or medium, you don't have to like remember, like mm-hmm. learn as you go through, and it's just really difficult. You know, I think that would have been a better approach, and I would have, and I'm sure I think they did have like something like that where it was like two different game modes, but like even the the simplest one was super hard. I remember us struggling on that forever. So, uh, for me, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Far Cry in, in general, I, I can't decide if I want to buy it or not yet. No. I just don't know. That's fair. There's so many games coming out up in these next couple of months. Like, I have Kirby, and I need to I need to finish that with Matt. And there's, there's, a, there's a couple of other games I just got to look into. Um, but all in all, you know, I, I, want, I want to hear what you think for like a week from now. Yeah. After you played a little bit of Far Cry and... Get it on Xbox if you need to, or do what you want to do, and I'll just get it for PS4. Josh likes Xbox, but he probably can't play anymore because he has a son. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to try to get Eric to get it on Xbox. That way we both can play it together. Though he, Spencer picked up Sea of Thieves yesterday. I don't know yeah. if he talked to you about it all mm-hmm. yesterday. So Eric's kind of been on the Sea of Thieves yeah. boat. You should you should get Sea of Thieves too. I think you'd I have fun with it. I, I just I watched Spencer play it and I was like, yeah, it looks like it'd be fun for a little bit, but I could see myself getting bored with it. That's what everyone's quickly. said so far about Sea of Thieves, unfortunately. Yeah. Where it is very much a, you know, you you get in and it's a lot of fun with people and you do a few missions and it's funny, and then you get out. But like, how many times can you really do you really want to do that? Doing that. Yeah. Um. One more note to Far Cry, something that I thought was interesting, and what also adds an interesting element to the backstory to the the game itself. Um, you know, before Far Cry has been set on tropical islands, classically, Far mm-hmm. Cry was always on a tropical island. It was in Africa, and then it was in the Himalayas in mm-hmm. some fake country where Nepal and Bhutan is. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they're bringing this one back to the United States. Not many people have traveled out of the United States, so they really have no concept of what any of those areas look like. This is true. We know what we 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 know what the U.S. looks like. People, we know what Montana generally looks like. We've been to Colorado. I've been out west. A lot mm-hmm. of people have been, you know, most to most parts of the... So it'll be interesting to see how well the developers took that and made it into a virtual reality. I've, I have heard good things about the actual set pieces, mm-hmm. um, just in terms of using the Montana nature. And, I mean, like Far Cry has always been very good about that as well. Like yeah. Even with Far Cry 4... It was really cool being able to go up into the mountains, mm-hmm. like those huge, like I don't even know what mountains those were, the Himalayan mountains, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then like squirrel suiting down, you know. <laughs> uh, and you know, there's there's mountains in Montana too, so I think we'll be a lot of a lot of squirrel suiting in this one as well. Oh, heck yeah, there better be. Uh, but yeah, from what I've heard, I've heard it's very it's it's a very beautiful game, and I imagine if you have, I, don't, I think it's is it 4K 
capable. Oh, uh, it's got to be. It'd be crazy not to. I'm going to look it up if we get done because I was wondering that myself. I imagine most games after the X have come out that they release for it probably have the ability to do that. Most probably have the ability to do that. So, Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, Far Cry 5. If you were picking it up today, uh, let us know what you think about it. You can comment on this podcast on YouTube or you can just reach us at bigcast at bitblogist.com. So, unfortunately... That is the end of the podcast. Remember, BitCast is a weekly podcast that covers most things video games and pop culture. Cameron, thank you so much for being here, dog. Not a problem, man. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a great time. I'm all jacked up on caffeine right now. Got to got to somehow drink some more water and tone myself down. Uh, but if you are a listener of the show, be sure to go to bitblogist.com. I just did some edits there. It looks a lot more clean now where we have each, uh, each of the things we produce listed in order. Um, follow us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. I would recommend Facebook because I just post a lot more there uh, and I feel like I can write more and actually let you guys know what's going on. Uh, send topic suggestions or really just anything else you want to talk about to bitcast at bitbloggers.com. I'll be happy to read those and respond on the show. And uh, be sure to go to twitch.tv forward slash bitbloggers. Give us a follow there where we'll be doing some streams every now and then. I think our next one's going to be Kirby Star Allies. So uh, stay tuned for that. Nice. Until next time, this has been BitCast. Thanks for tuning in to talk about some stuff. Mm-hmm.